Hi everyone, it's Marilyn Aloria and welcome to Who Can It Be Now, the podcast. And I am really excited to talk to you today. Today's going to be a, a mishmash of stuff. It's going to be tools, tools, and more tools to help you get past the shit. Because when I first went to therapy years and years and years ago, and I walked into her office a complete wreck, and what we discovered in that therapy was that I had no tools to manage my life. And uh, since then, of course, I have a ton of tools and I teach a ton of tools and I want to give you some of those tools. So we're going to talk about a lot of different things and the reason why I think it's so important to have these tools. Because you, you ever just have those moments in your life where you want to just take a big ass broom and just sweep shit out of there, you know, just get rid of this stuff. I just want to sweep stuff out. And I think a lot of people are having these kinds of experiences these days where it's kind of... I don't know about you, but for me, it's been like uncomfortable in a lot of ways. And it's been exciting. And then sometimes it's draggy. And then sometimes it's like overwhelming. And then other times it's exciting again. And and I don't go up and down like crazy elation and depression in my moods because I don't do that anymore. But I have been riding a little bit of a wave. I've been really kind of experiencing life in an interesting way. And like this morning, I woke up little grumpy sometimes I wake up that way Monday mornings and I'm like oh I just am not in the mood and I have a lot on my plate right now and I'm overwhelmed and I was like I'm just gonna go for a really long hike and I went for a hike with the dogs and it was beautiful and all the wildflowers are growing and there's not that many people on the trails here especially on Monday morning which is so nice and it cleared my head and as I sat down to do this podcast with you guys. I record on a Monday. I kind of was like, what do I want to talk about? I'm in the middle of, well, I'm actually at the end of um, writing a new class on numbers. I'm teaching membership for your soul, my community, all about numbers and how to read numbers and understand numbers. So I'm doing that class live this Wednesday in that community. And somebody asked me about deja vu and I've been having a lot of vivid dreams lately. And I was thinking about all these different things that I can teach to help you guide yourself on your life in your life and so many things happened this morning already that makes me want to do this with all of you so that and i also have a reading for you today i have a reading for you so we're going to play a fun reading game too but before we do that and jump in i want to remind you to to share review and rate this podcast it would really mean a lot to me i'm hearing from my community that um, the podcast has been really helpful for them so I'm hoping it's helpful for you because I don't know who's listening to it if I'm not hearing from you. And if you want to drop us a line at info at whocanitbenowpodcast.com, tell us what you'd like to learn or any questions you have. I would love to hear from all of you so that I can look at it and really um, bring stuff to you guys that really benefits you. So there's there's so much I want to do and it's just been like I said pretty busy I'm building a class we're getting ready to do um a whole celebration week where you're going to meet a guide and get readings and we're going to do reading circles so if you want to know more about that you can go to join um join soul join soul.com join soul.com and um, you can find out all about that celebration week that we're doing. And if you're listening to this after we do that celebration week, um, it'll take you somewhere on that page. I'll have to figure it out with my team what we can do. But it's joinsoul.com. And uh, I'm not going to give dates because we're going to be doing them again if uh, this goes well. But we're going to be doing... I have a video series I'm going to be going through with everybody live and, and teaching your higher self and different guides and 
how to communicate with them. So it's a really fun experience. I'm going to be doing readings. I'm going to be doing, um, I, I can't even remember. I packed the whole weekend. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So check that out if you're interested. It's, um, it's not that expensive, you know, I, I could say that for me, you know, I don't want to say that for other people, but it's really very low. It's either 37 or 47. I can't remember what the price is, but go check it out for a whole week. Um, so the reason why I want to do these tools is because certain things have been coming into my awareness, right? And I'm like, wow, I really just want to teach people how to get the answers in the moment so they don't struggle or even... Even if they're struggling a little bit, they don't feel alone. They don't feel isolated. They don't feel scared. You know, it's very, I think this is a very interesting time we're in. But whenever you're listening to this, it's going to be an interesting time you're in because spirit knows exactly what time you need to listen to this. And I find it very important that you are able to empower yourself and get the answers that you need. Now, I am not against going to readers, healers, coaches. I have coaches myself, like I have a writing coach, I have a tennis coach, I have an EMDR therapist, I have different things that support me, but I don't render myself powerless with any of my coaches or even the therapist. I don't walk into their, um, well, not really seeing people in person except for my tennis coach, and maybe with her I'm a little powerless because I'm a little clueless when it comes to tennis and she's teaching me so much, but most of my coaches, even the therapist, I don't work with them from a powerless place. I need help and they're guiding me, but I'm always in a powerful place within myself. So if something's said or something um, goes down in the session, I'm able to speak up about it in the moment. And that's what I want to give you because I've noticed that some people have been coming into my arena and they're really kind of powerless and they're asking me what they should do or what they need to do. And I... Like I said, I don't have a full-on problem with that, but I'll even teach my communities. Like You really want to ask that question from a place of power because if you get in the hands of the wrong person, they can really do a number on you, and that bothers me. I once got a reading from a woman years ago. I don't get readings anymore, and I remember I had a really big crush on this guy, and I said to her, she was like, well, how tall is he? And I think I've shared this story before, and I said, 6'4", and she's like, he's too tall for you. I'm like, is that my guides telling you that? Because I don't think my guides would say that. Or another time I was um, getting a reading from a medium that I waited forever to get the reading. I paid a lot of money for it. It was a 30-minute reading or whatever, a lot of money at that time. And uh, I remember I was getting the reading from him. I was like, God, he's not, excuse me, God, he's not even into this. Like you could get that feeling sometimes with people, like they're not even into it. It's like, you know, they're reading like a grocery list. And then his phone started ringing and then the answering machine went off which i'm sorry is a little distracting and i said to him because i was pissed i'm like oh is that my guides talking am i hearing my guides right now he didn't think it was funny i thought it was hilarious because i was like dude i'm paying a lot of money i mailed you pictures turn off your answering machine it's rude so i want to give you tools so that when somebody's answering machine goes off, you could be snarky. And uh, no, I was respectful, but I was a little annoyed, I have to say. And you can tell them, you know, you can just stand in the power of who you are. So um, we're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about numbers. We're going to talk about dreams. We're going to talk about deja vu. Um, I'm just going to answer a lot of questions. We're going to do a little reading thing that's fun. 
And I'm just hoping that this helps you as much as it helps you. Because like I said, too, I was I was reading something else in one of my communities and um, the person is feeling like their job, they want to shift jobs and they're not sure. And I really want you to be able to make these decisions, these very powerful decisions. I want you to, you know, sometimes we, we're on a path and we're like shaky on the path. Like, is this the right thing? Are we doing the right thing? This is really scary. Let me tell you, change doesn't happen unless you're feeling uncomfortable. If you're feeling comfortable, you're probably not changing. So I want you to be able to stand on that path and get the guidance you need in order to know if you should turn right or go left or hire such and such or, you know, not. I had a, an experience this morning where um, I had a meeting set and nobody showed up for the meeting. And I was like, what the F is going on here? And I was going to hire someone. And I was like, you know what? This is like the fourth time out of four times three times this meeting got messed up. I'm going to take that as a sign. As desperate as I'm feeling about hiring this particular position, I'm not that desperate. So it's going to teach you not to act out of desperation, how to pause, how to take a breath and make a more powerful decision. That's my goal. That is my goal. I want you to know your inner wisdom better than I know it. I want you to tap into that. So that's what we're going to be talking about. So one of the first questions I got was from Lynn, who was asking me about deja vu, deja vu. And she always wondered about whether it was related to spirit work, spirit or guides. And I think I wrote that question down wrong. So let me see if I can get that question so I can do this right. I got that right. She wanted to know deja vu if it related to spirit or just how it all works. And so I'm going to give you my understanding of deja vu. Um, to me, it's a time thing. It's a dimensional time thing. Time is not linear. Time is happening all at the same time. And it's such an interesting um, thing for me, the way time works. I think it's interesting for all of us how time works. And for me, deja vu, when it happens, it's almost like we're traveling to another time where that event is happening at the same time. So we feel as if we're living it at the same time. The best way that I can describe it is, for me, everything is happening at the same time. I'm really into consciousness these days. Like, when someone passes, is it really them haunting us? Or is it our memory of them that's haunting us? Even if we don't know the ghost, are we walking into a place and feeling something that is something that we relate to or fear? Is there a consciousness that's left in the location? And are we stepping into that consciousness? Are we stepping into a dimension in time where that consciousness exists? So when deja vu happens for me or when it has happened in the past, it always feels to me like when we're like, oh, that's deja vu. I've done this before who's to say you're not like who's to say that it didn't happen in another parallel time who's to say that um we we didn't do it or we aren't doing it at that moment in another parallel time so i do feel that it's related to guides and spirit but i feel like it's got a much bigger um umbrella than than something you can just put into a little box and wrap up neatly I want to talk more about consciousness and how what I feel happens when we pass and how we relate to deceased loved ones. And there's just so much to say about that. And that's going to have to be an episode in and of itself, but I am going to touch a bit on it today. So, um, so deja vu to me is definitely 
an experience that is an awakening and a broadening of perspectives and opening a way of experiencing more than the limitation of our 3D world. So when it happens, it could be spirit is bringing your attention to something, helping you to realize that you're not a limited being, that you are more conscious than you realize, that there's a lot of energy and consciousness and uh, wisdom that you can tap into. So I feel like it's a moment in time where our guides are like, hey, check this out. You're having an experience that you can't really, that I'm even having difficulty defining, that is make waking you up to something bigger and greater than what you normally think you know so we've just gotten your attention and you feel like you've been here before and that's touching into psychic abilities or um, other sensor senses that we have and then for me the actual event is probably taking place at the same time in another dimension or we have done it before but again if time's not linear how could I possibly say what's past, what's present, and what's future? And time has been a very interesting experience right now, especially during COVID for many of us. The timelines have been blurred. Time, I was talking to um, this girl, this young woman, I should say, that I've been, I, I used to help when she was a teenager, and she's an incredibly gifted woman, it's incredibly gifted. And um, we were talking about time. I just talked to her again recently, and uh, she was like, it just feels like there's not enough time. And I was like, I have been having that experience for such a long time that th I don't feel like there's enough time. And then sometimes I'll look at the clock and be like, it's only 9 a.m.? And I feel like, like I've already been up for like eight hours. So I really feel like we are being invited to play with time even more so and when we're invited to play with time, we're invited to play with consciousness. So let's talk about consciousness. And I know these may not necessarily be tools, but it's a different way of thinking. And I invite you to try it on and find what works for you. So uh, this last week, I was doing um, a talk for a group. And there was a lot of questions about um, widows and widowers, because they were just having these people were having experiences with definitely widows and widowers who were um, still attached to the relationship, even the person, their their partner was no longer with them. And in one case, like the partner, they the, the partner wasn't with them anymore, but the person died. Or in another case, you know, it was the beloved um, wife who died, and now the woman was dating the husband. And they were trying to understand how to help these uh, men, it was mainly men, get past these moments. And for me, what was happening, it wasn't so much that, and, and one woman was even asking, like, is the wife around? Is she around? And I'm like, what I feel is the memory of the wife is around. And that can haunt a moment just as much as a spirit can haunt a moment. So if you're in a relationship with someone and they can't let go of a past relationship, that relationship becomes the ghost in the present experience. So to me, this is all different levels of consciousness. So when the spirit leaves, is the spirit really there if there's a haunting going on? Or is it the memory of the spirit that's haunting the situation? 
So I don't know if that makes sense, and I'm just going to touch on that because we're going to talk more about that down the line, about what I believe happens when people pass and people haunt a particular location. And even as much as when someone comes through, a deceased loved one would come through in a reading for me, it's always about the person's life. It's not about what's going on on the other side because from my experience, they're doing great on the other side. And then if I take it to another level, did that father really just come visit the daughter? Or did the daughter really need to hear from the father? And that was another level of heart consciousness so that she could grow and evolve in her soul. So I'm just going to throw that out there because I like to think in expansion always. And I want you to find what works for you, find what you believe and then anchor into it to help you make decisions and tools. So a lot of this is coming up because I'm doing this numbers class and I'm gonna tell you um, a bit about numbers and I'm gonna also give you uh, a, a quick little abbreviation of what each number means. So numbers to me are guides. So the, the class I'm building is called Numbers Are Guides and they are energy, just like our guides are energy. and if you try to define a number in a limited way, you're doing yourself an injustice because numbers are really quite infinite and magical. So yes, one as we know it could mean just one egg, just one um, bottle, just one toe, I don't know. But if you really get into the number one and you just like dive into it and get to know it, one's going to have a lot more meaning to you than just the fact that there's a numerical value to it. Ones can be new beginnings. You're, you may know someone you love who has a birthday on the first day of the month. It could be that you don't like January. It could be first grade was difficult. It could be that, um, you were never number one in your parents' eyes. It could be that you were number one and you're striving to do that again and it's exciting. It could be that you want to be number one and you're excited about that. So you could see how there's so much that you can dive into. So I've been, I was writing this class and I was having so much fun with the infinite experience of numbers. So I invite you to have, an, that's my puppy in the background, if you heard him, he likes to talk. <laughs> I invite you to have an infinite experience with everything in your life. Like, what if there was no limits? What if we could really just tap into the energy of a tree or the energy of our relationships or our energy with God, our experience with God, and and just really allow it to express itself to us and see and be with us so um i'm going to give you the numbers but i want to invite you to something else so the other I told you this this is going to be a little bit of a mishmash and forgive me for that and i hope it's beneficial or you can pull something out of it that's good for you uh the other night i was sleeping and as i was waking up i heard my guide say and i'm going to try to recall this have a conversation. God has something he wants. God has something he wants you to know. Now, let me just tell you right off the bat that I'm playing with my understanding of what God is to me. And if you don't believe in God, I'm cool with that. I don't, I don't really care what people believe in. It's, it's up to you to have your own belief system and I applaud it. 
And for me, God used to be like this great being in the sky because I grew up Catholic and that was a big belief system for a while. And now I've been playing with consciousness and that God is an infinite consciousness that we all have the capacity to tap into and also be. And then I started reading, I've been reading Neville Goddard's books right now. And the book that I just finished reading is called Faith is Your Fortune, which I, I thought was really great. And he talks a lot about how the whole Bible is written in a consciousness way. Like it's all the stories are about, um, you know, Christ consciousness and different kinds of consciousness and scarcity and lack and fear. And believe me, I don't want to put any kind of definition about what the Bible is and not at all, because that would be a very heated topic. And I don't think my opinion, first of all, my expertise in the area is not something you don't want to be listening to me. And number two, my opinion about it does not matter. It's what you believe. But I just want to bring that in. So when I'm playing with numbers and I'm playing with consciousness and really what's happening, and I'll explain the dream part, is I am being invited into a space where I can create whatever I desire. So so that morning that I was waking up, I went above the bullshit. I went above my limited consciousness. I went above my lack. I went above any kind of fear. I went above my thoughts. And I went into this space, this black space with like stars in it. It was like the the universe. And I was starting to have a conversation with God in this space. And what and I can't remember what was said and I need to write these things down, but it but I came back into this awareness of this physical place that I can have what I desire. And I want you to think about so the I'm going to give a twofold with that. I want you to think about anything you really ever wanted in your life. And when you went towards it or for it, and you didn't allow any limitation in, you didn't have any limitation, you were like, this is it, I'm doing it, it feels great, I'm aligned. And even if somebody was like, you can't do it, you didn't even hear it, it like bounced off you. And then you got that thing. And I want you, everybody has moments like that in their life. And I want you to think about a time when you created that, and I believe that we've create you created that from that place of limited, limitless possibility, from that that black space up in the universe with the stars, and you're with infinite intelligence, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, your higher self. I don't really care what you call it, but you're in this space of creation, and you feel like anything is possible, and you create from there. So the other thing they woke me up with, so they're waking me up with, you know, actually I've been sleeping really, really well. It's in the morning when I wake up, but I've been having a lot of dreams too. And we're going to talk a little bit about dreams too. And I'm going to give you the numbers. Don't worry. I woke up the other morning and spirit said to me, you need to write, which I still haven't done. I can't tell you how many times they give me homework. and I don't do it. And I yell at my community when they don't do it. They said, you need to write down good memories, all your good memories. So about two weeks ago, I always know exactly where I am because I'm extremely clairvoyant and I have vivid pictures of things when it's a big moment. And I was standing by my Berkey, which is a water filtration thing. And I said out loud, I've had a sad life. And it was what I was feeling in the moment. And then that night I had a dream. And in my dream, I was telling somebody how I was standing by my Berkey and I said I had a sad life. Now, granted, I'm in um, EMDR therapy where I'm pulling up trauma and releasing it from my body. So 
a lot of those memories are coming up. I'm, I'm with those memories, but I'm, I'm doing this like with my therapist, who's great. But I want to because I could feel the release. I could feel how much space I'm creating in my life by, by releasing the things that have been stored in my body. So they woke me up and they said, you need to write down all your good memories and you need to read that list every single day because you have to remember that feeling when you're creating the new stuff. So many times like I teach create create from where you want to go. <coughs> create from where you want to go, not from where you came from. Don't make choices from where you came from, make choices to where you want to go. But when we're trying to create something in our life that we've never had the experience of, we need to kind of tap into an energy or an emotion of feeling. Say it's not as clear to us, right? I'm thinking about a friend of mine who's making a big move. And she's excited about it and she feels it's good, but there's going to be moments when you make a big move, like, is this the right thing? And um, it's those moments that you don't know what that experience is going to be like. You know that you're meant to do it. You're meant to have that experience, but you're not there yet. So you, you've never done it before. So you don't know what it feels like. So if you tap into emotions and good feelings and good memories and you bring that up, and you create from there with the future possibility, you're creating even more magic in your life. So that was offered up to me. I offered it up to my membership community this weekend. They all really liked it. So I give that to you as a tool. So like some people, um, when they're spiritual, they go into their spiritual awakening. They, they're not in a romantic relationship for a really long time because their soul was like, whoa, dude. We're going to put the brakes on this because we're not inviting in any riffraff anymore. We're done with the riffraff and you're going to fall in love with yourself and have a relationship with yourself. And then, it, and then it's like, wait a second, what does that feel like? I don't remember what a romantic, beautiful, loving relationship feels like. Well, one may, you know, you probably had it, but then it like went sour. So you bring up the feelings of something you loved or something really exciting, something great. And then you invite that in. Okay, so that's another tool that I'm going to give you. So let me give you, I'm just going to do this in real time. I'm not stopping this thing because I'm taking a sip of water. Water. Um, I'm going to give you numbers. So it's so much more than what I'm going to give you, but I'm going to give you an abbreviated understanding of what numbers mean because I know people see numbers repetitively. We will probably have this class for sale on my site after I do it for membership, or you can... Um, join membershipforyoursoul.com. Membershipforyoursoul.com. I think you can join it. It might be a wait list right now. Um, but if you do that join soul thing, you're going to get a real great experience into what membership for your soul is like. Uh, so numbers. One. One is new beginnings. I'm actually going to go to my slide in my slide deck so that I was having so much fun building this class because I love numbers. So we'll start with zero, actually. I don't usually talk about zero. So zero to me is infinity, loving cycle, and taking a good risk because, <coughs> excuse me, in the tarot deck, um, zero or 22 is the fool card. And I love the fool card. It's my personality card. My personality card is the fool card. My soul card is the emperor. Talk about a paradox. No wonder why I go back and forth on things. So the full card is about taking naive risks. And um, so I wrote taking good risks. One is new beginnings. Two is partnership. Three is mind, body, and soul connection. It's like the Trinity. Four is building new foundations. Five is transformation. 
Six is family and friends. Seven is developing psychic ability. Eight is business, infinity, and heaven. So the reason why this eight has shifted a little bit for me, and this is what I love about constantly learning, it used to just be a business number and also infinity. I have an infinity tattoo on my ankle, which has a lot of number significance in my ankle because I have other things in there too. Um, numbers, big, big, big for me, very big for me. It was one of the first clairvoyancy things I started seeing repetitive numbers constantly, you know, and I knew it was something and I could used to, used to be able to add and subtract in my head within a second. I was always like, I remember doing a, a math problem and just diving into it and like realizing, oh my goodness, two hours went by while I was trying to solve this math problem. So, um, but I was reading this Neville Goddard book and he talked about the eight day being the day in heaven. And I thought, oh, that's, and the, the next part of your life, or I can't remember how he described it. I don't want to butcher his words. And I thought, oh, wow, that's so interesting that eight is this whole other level of another experience. So that's where I put heaven in there now. And heaven, we all have our own understanding of what heaven is, right? Nine is, and we talk about this in the class, nine is end of cycle and it's a soul number. And 10 goes back to one, but can be new beginnings multiplied. So if you're seeing numbers over and over again, um, it's an it's like an iteration of all those numbers and then you have to do a single digit thing and there's a lot to be done for that but that will help you to start understanding what numbers are now let's talk about dreams see i told you i'm giving you a lot of tools so i'm a big interpreter of dreams um i studied dream work for about over almost 10 years i would say on and off and i've always been an extremely vivid dreamer as well as a psychic dreamer and they're very vivid lately. I don't know if any of you are having very vivid dreams because I was going through a period where I wasn't remembering them much. And now I'm like going on all these journeys in my dreams, which is kind of cool. I like it. If you have difficulty remembering your dream, I'm going to give you a couple of tools. Before you go to bed at night, take a journal, date the journal. I'm not going to give you a dream assignment, but date it the night you went to bed. So say it's like 1 a.m. April 27th you wouldn't date it. Like say it's, okay, <laughs> how do I do this? Say it's, uh, what's today's date? Oh my goodness, I don't even know what today's date is. I'm recording this on Monday and it's April 19th. So say tonight I went to bed at 1 a.m., which would never happen because I go to bed at like 10 o'clock. But say it was April, Monday, April 19th at 1 a.m. I would still date the page April 19th because I'm still in the energy of April 19th, even though it's really April 20th because it's 1 a.m. So you date the page and write a question down or journal it a little bit. What do you want clarity on? And then put the journal by your bed with the pen. Let it be the last thing you touch before you go to sleep. Do you hear Mike in the background? I hope so. He's so talkative. <laughs> I'm not coming over to pet your belly right now, but I will in a second. He's giving me the cutest face. I wish this was video. I'm going to start doing these as video so you can see. Um... So date, you know, write down whatever you want. Let the journal be the last thing you touch before you go to sleep. And then during the night when I used to do dream work and I teach dream work, uh, we have a dream class and membership too. Um, I would get up and write my dreams, but it can be exhausting, man, especially if you're a vivid dreamer. So what you could do is in the morning when you wake up, try not to move, try to stay in the position you woke up in because that'll help you to remember the dream. If you can't remember it, write down what you feel. 
What do you feel? Write down any random thing that you're thinking too. Just put it down on a piece of paper. It's okay. Because if you continue to do this, you'll start remembering your dreams because you're, you're um, teaching yourself to remember it. You're teaching your consciousness to remember it. Because what I learned is your ego, which I'm not necessarily totally against ego, but the ego knocks it out and knocks your consciousness out because it doesn't want you to get better. So, um, and this is Jungian, at least the teacher I learned from is Jungian. I think it is because that's what she would say. So write down what you feel and write down a color, write down a song, just play with it. I teach people to play with things so that you're never like stuck or limited. And that'll help you to start remembering your dreams. And it'll also help you to get answers because say like, say you do remember your dream and you write it down. You're like, I don't know how this answers my question. Well, I'm telling you just by doing this, if you do it like for a few nights, the answer is going to come because you're clearing your thoughts. You're getting rid of the ego state that is keeping you from the consciousness, the, 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 the answer you need. And it's also going to start showing up in your everyday life. So you just become very aware of what it is you need to know to get the answer to that question or that answer comes in. So that's what I would tell you to do there. Um, just... The other thing I'm going to give you is called a vision book. So I really want you to start creating from a place of, he's just talking so much. I really want you to create from a place of what you desire. And I feel like a lot of people are struggling with what they desire or what they want. And I know me personally, I've been having a little bit of that too. And I'm starting to get into a lot more clarity about it. And I do a thing called a vision book. And I teach this in Abundant Living with Your Guides. And I believe I shared about this before. Get like a photo photo book, like a book that you would put, um, get an art book, not a photo book, sorry. Get an art book with a spiral with nice heavy pages, just nice. And get magazines and create a picture book. And you can even write in it what you want of what you desire. And, and you could do it even at night before you go to bed, cut out a couple of pictures, paste them in there. You could do it in one sitting. And then when you go to bed at night, go through the book and read it. And it's like your own little storybook. It's your own little nighttime bedtime story before you go to bed. So you're putting those images inside of you and the feelings that those images are creating. Like a lot of times you want to put pictures in the book that makes you, the images make you feel good. So you're like looking at it and you're feeling it and then you're reading it before you go to sleep which is the perfect time to manifest i hate using that word because it's been so diluted and so messed up but it's the perfect time to manifest is in your nighttime in your dream state so if you're putting all these beautiful images into you and these feelings and this clarity and then you're going to sleep and then you're writing down how you feel the next morning, you're going to get in sync with the universe and you're going to start noticing the signs and the symbols. And then you start seeing repetitive numbers and then you start knowing what they mean. And then you start making decisions based on that. And you're just having a glorious day skipping through your life. Okay. Yeah. We wish it all was like that. Um, another thing you could do is, I don't know how many of you work with tarot cards, but um, I like the tarot cards. Um, I haven't pulled them in a long time. I do teach it. I really think it's fun. It doesn't matter what deck you use. Get a, a deck that you just really align with, you feel good about. It feels good to you. I always have people start out with the Rider Weight deck, R-I-D-E-R-W-A-I-T-E, Rider Weight deck. It's like a, with my Brooklyn accent, it's a little hard to get it out. 
Um, the Major Arcana cards are great cards to play with. We just did an exercise in, <coughs> excuse me, Soul Finder Academy with uh, Major Arcana cards. And uh, I was teaching them how to read it based on their own instincts and their own life experience and stuff. So you could get a tarot deck. You could pull out the Major Arcana cards. It's okay if you pull out what you want. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. If you don't want the tarot card in there, the devil card in there, the death card in there, it's okay. You get to choose. It's your rules. And pull a card a day. And just be with the card. And what I suggest you do... So um, when I was studying tarot, I went to this um, conference... And one of the women that was teaching, I can't remember her name, otherwise I'd give her credit credit right now. She opened up the deck and she's like, throw this book out, throw the book out, just get to know the cards, let them speak to you. And it's really good advice because I studied with somebody who was so meticulous about every single symbol, which I'm really glad I did, but it took me out of my intuitive intuition and made, and I tried to read the cards intellectually, which does not work for me. So I had to like get out of that space and then start reading the cards from my intuition, my life experience, what the cards were saying to me. But pull a card and notice the first thing you see. And instead of getting all like, I don't know, I'm seeing the pink flower. I don't know what the pink flower means. I need to get the book. What do pink flowers mean to you? How does it make you feel when you see it? Where is it lighting you up inside? What do you think it's trying to say to you? Tell it to sing you a song. I have my students, I hate to say students because I just feel like I just, my community use their imagination. And I, I ask questions that are like, you may think are like, if you hear them, like, I'm going to have the flower sing a song to me. And then when I do this with my, with my community, they're like, holy mackerel, that was amazing. So just let the card speak to you, carry it around with you. And just talk to it. And then you can read about it. Read what the card means. And see how it's answering your question. Or how it's leading to a better answer. So that's another tool that you can have. That I think is really beneficial. Now a couple more tools. That are just easy tools. So I write a gratitude list every single night. I write 10 things on the list that I'm grateful for. I really try to change it up. Because um, I, I noticed that like my list was just the same and spirits like, all right, you really need to like go through your day. You need to, you need to change it up. So it's fun. What go, gets on the list sometimes is like, you know, water and, um, the leaf on the tree outside, you know, whatever it may be, but I'm really grateful for it. It's not like bull. So do a gratitude list because it makes you recognize how much you do have in your life. That's really good. I had somebody in Soul Finder Academy, we do this whole thing where I teach them the one to 10 list and they really dive deep into their life and they, they look at different things in their life and what's um, a seven to 10, which is really, really great things, things that excite you. And this one student had a real great, profound experience because she was just walking around her day and then she looked up at the sky and had a moment with the sky that really just opened her up and she was like this is an eight on my one to ten so she was brought in the moment to a gratitude moment where and that's where spirit is that's where our wisdom is that's where connection is that's where love is that's where divinity is that's where grace is that's where god is 
So she had a moment like that and wrote about it. And she's like, oh my goodness, this stuff really works because it took her out of her complaints of the day or the tiredness or whatever we all have going on. And it took her into a moment of connection and not feeling alone, which is my biggest platform that we're not alone. We're in connection at all times. So play with a gratitude list because it'll take you through the day. I'm not teaching the one to 10 right now, but it'll take you through the day and you'll start noticing things and becoming more grateful. And we create from good feelings. We don't want to be creating from the bad feelings, from the anger, from the the lack, the scarcity, the fear. We want to be creating from the abundance and the flow and the connection. Like the thing, the reason why I needed a hike this morning was because it connects me right away. I feel so connected to myself, to my soul. I feel connected to my dogs because I'm watching them play and run. I feel connected to nature. I feel connected to the universe. It's just, it's, to me, it's a walking meditation and it's beautiful. So definitely do a gratitude list. And this brings me to one more, which is taking in the moment. So um, I just saw the number one, two, two, two. <laughs> oh, okay, numbers. So one, two, 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 uh, one, two, two, I was seeing, yeah. So it's new beginnings and partnership. It equals a five, which is transformation. So um, you're having a lot of new beginnings in your partnership with yourself, partnership with the universe, partnership with God, the, your soul. And this is leaving, leading to a transformation, transforming yourself and transforming your life and your experience and where you're going. So that's a quick number reading that I gave to all of you. Um, being in the moment. So um, I really been bringing myself into the moments, especially like with my animals, because they're always in the moments and really um, witnessing the glory, glory, the gloriness of it, the, the goodness of it, the greatness of it, the um, beautiful experience of it, the expansion of it, because this is why I love hiking too. Like you look at the wildflowers and I just look at a wildflower and I'm just so in the moment with it. And I'm not thinking about um, my grumpy morning or what I have to do that day or how busy I am or I have to write this content or do that or do this. I'm just like in the moment with the flower. And it's just so beautiful and it brings peace to my soul. So take moments, set your alarm on your phone. I teach this a lot because we have to break our habits Set your alarm for a couple of times during the day. And when the alarm goes off, bring your attention to your thoughts. What are you thinking about? How are you speaking to yourself? Big one. We're talking about this a lot in my communities, how we're talking to ourselves. And then just find some beauty in the moment. Just pause and find some beauty. Okay, so I'm not going to give you the answers to this reading until next week. What? Yep, that's what I'm going to do because I just decided. So I want you to spend a moment right now, and with everything I just said, I want you to think about, I'll do this with you, because I don't remember this reading. It's from an old um, thing that I did in membership. I used to play games, and I, I still do. I just don't do them every single week now, but I play games in membership a lot to get them playing, but they play with each other so much. Um, they have all this community building stuff that they do and it's pretty incredible. They do reading circles and all sorts of fun things. But so I'm going to play along with this, this game with you. Um, I really want you to think about a year from now and I want you to take the brackets off your dreams and I want you to dream big. 
I want you to think like limitlessness. If there wasn't like say maybe you're dealing with a health issue or a finance issue or you're caretaking a parent, you know, something that can really be um, very difficult. I, I am not one to say like get over it. I'm more like just come from solution-based thinking because that's going to change your experience of the difficult moment. So maybe you have some difficulties going on and I want you to just see that dissolve. Maybe you're tired. I want you to see that dissolve. I want you to just feel it dissolve. Um, I want you, I, I almost want to take you through a meditation, which I have to do on one of my podcasts, which I will do with you guys. But I just want you to release the attachments that you have to the world right now. Just see them like little tentacles just being released from your body. And you're going into that infinite space. Do not do this when you're driving, please. That's why I'm being careful how I do this. My, my meditations can be very powerful, so I'm just going to do a slight one. So you're just releasing everything. You're, being, you're aware of your breath. And your breath brings you into connection. And you're just remembering where you came from, whatever that is for you. And you're going into that infinite experience, that infinite space where all wisdom and answers are. And I want you to think about something you really would desire. And I don't even want to say a year from now. I want to say something you desire because I don't want to put time on it. Because I believe recording sometimes holds space and energy and time. I'm not going to get into that right now. So you're just in this infinite space and you're thinking about something you really desire. And you're seeing it if you can, visualizing it. And you're asking a question about it. And it's not, can I have this? That's not the question you're allowed to ask. It's a question like, what, is, what do I need to know to get this? Or where do I need to go? Or what do I need to know about my soul? Or um, just open me up to expansion so I can invite this in, so I can believe that I deserve this. It's one of those types of questions. It's, it's a, a question that just expands you into growth. Sorry, the dog is really very talkative today. I don't even know if the mic's picking it up. So think about a question. Okay. So you're going to pick one of these things. And I don't, I, I want you to go, I don't want you to go with the first thing you hear because I'm going to read them in linear time, right? I want you to hear all four. Mm, I have a better idea. Pick a number from one to four. Just pick a number from one to four. Okay. Number one is a bee. Number two is a ladybug. Number three is a spider. And number four is an ant. So come back next week and I will start it off with the readings. But number one's a bee, number two's a ladybug, number three's a spider, number four is an ant. But here's the homework that you have for the week. Whatever you picked, start communicating with it. 
start thinking about like say you pick spider i didn't i didn't play i meant to play um say you pick spider what do you feel about a spider i i found a spider in my bathtub today and he and i had a little conversation because i was trying to get him out of my house and how to try to get him into a thing and then i put him in the thing and then i put him outside and had a whole experience with a spider today then i had another spider by my feet I'm not going to read this particular readings, but spiders are really important. They're about creativity. They're about uh, weaving a new web in your life, you know. So just be with the energy of the insect that you chose and see what it wants to reveal to you. Don't depend on my reading. And then come back next week and you'll get your answers. So Mike and I are going to sign off today with you. <laughs> and uh, I want to thank all of you for participating and I could feel your energy even though I'm recording this I feel like I'm talking to all of you and it's so much fun and and thank you for the incredible feedback and uh, I would love 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 to hear from you about what you want to learn what you have a question about we are going to do readings for the community so I'm figuring out logistically how we'll do that um, there are certain things that I do want to do with you guys. And if you're interested in that uh, join soul thing, go to joinsoul.com and check it out. And uh, remember to rate, subscribe, share this podcast. And just thank you so much for for being with me. I feel really, really blessed to be able to teach people. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to teach you. And I'm sending you with a ton of love. Take care. Bye. Bye.